Alright. Sweet. I think I'm ready to go, dude. Cool. Maddie, welcome to the show. Thanks. You can talk a little bit closer to the microphone. Don't be afraid. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Matt, do you want to give us a pitch on the show? I, I, you know what it is? I ask you to, to give the scoop because you have just such a nice voice. Sure. It's not because I delivered it in such a weird way every single time. You deliver it differently every time, but it's still easy to understand. Okay. So here on the show, uh, you know, what what we've found in doing our research and listening to thousands upon thousands of episodes of comic book podcasts is that it's just like a bunch of nerds <laughs> who all know way too much talking in circles. Mm-hmm. And we were like... No, we want to do something different. There are enough nerds on the internet. So since both Matt and I know way too much and are totally sick of talking to each other about like anything, um, we've decided for our show, the way that we're going to continue being friends and keep this friendship going is we're going to do a podcast where we bring in someone who doesn't or uh, who we don't like tell that person what we're going to talk about. We don't know if they've ever heard of the thing we want to talk about. We just kind of like throw you in the water to, to kind of like help us figure out if the things that we care about and nerd, nerd out about um, matter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the show. So nice. that, that, that was, see, Matt, that was perfect. Well done. <laughs> so this week the comic book character that we're talking about is Luke Cage. Star of the brand new Netflix series, Luke Cage. Ring any bells? Not at all. Oh, you're making the best <laughs> face right now. Okay, cool. So, are you aware that Netflix does superhero Marvel superhero TV shows? Yes. Okay. Have you watched any of them? No. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. Have you watched any of like the Marvel superhero movies? Like no. Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy. I've only seen Spider Man, and that's not even Marvel, Spider-Man. is it? I mean, it's not Marvel Studios, but it's Marvel Comics. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> and so it will like... be going forward. Yes. Okay. Cool. What? Um. Okay. What Spider Man have you seen? The Tobey Maguire or? Yeah, I saw the Tobey Maguire one and the Andrew Garfield one, but only like the first ones because I think there were sequels. There was one sequel to the Andrew Garfield one, yeah. I only saw the first one of that. Amazing Spider-Man and then Amazing Spider-Man 2. Matt, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, no one saw the second one. Is that correct? (laughs) Um, You know, as someone who owns the the Blu-ray of Amazing Spider-Man 2, I I can say that at least one person saw it. Uh, So, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, look, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is no Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oh, you're hitting close to home with that one there, big guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who do you like? Did you like the Spider-Man movies? Was one of them, one version, better than the other? Um, I mean, I liked them both. I saw the um, Tobey Maguire one first and just kind of... Because it's pretty old. It is pretty yeah. old. Um. And I just, I don't know, that one's just kind of remained There's my favorite. There's three of those. Have you I only saw the first only one. Only saw the first one. So yeah. the villain was the Green Goblin. Yes. Okay. And it was like his Fun friend's dad. Fact. And, yes. Yeah. Fun fact about the the Spider-Man film you saw, the um, the class of 2016 like would have been born, I think, the year that came out. And, right? Is that, is that, does my math add up? 
No. The college class no. of 2016? Because that's me. <laughs> no. Matt, it came out in 2001, uh, so that was 15 years ago. So I'm I'm reasonably sure I saw a BuzzFeed article <laughs> that said oh. something about the class of something. So then it must be true. Uh, so class I, of something. Was, <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's true. No, so it was in 2016, <laughs> but I it, definitely saw a recent BuzzFeed article. It was, that it was either 2001 or 2002 because it was post 9/11 because the of the um, they had the advertisement for the movie that. He yeah. spun the web in between the towers, but then that is not yeah. part of the movie because uh, yeah. they're not there anymore. So, yeah, it was post that. So that was 14 or 15 so years ago. So they would be in high school. So then that was, I mean, it was the class of 2020 how then. How would have been in like second grade in 2002? So I'm just going to let you know that the idea of this podcast is to not make me feel old, actually. Okay. Well, I was. <laughs> we like we like to joke Thanks. on this. Thanks for that. This, uh, That's great. That most of our guests uh, are millennials huh. while well, Matt is a centennial. Yeah, I'm wicked old. Mm, true. I graduated high school in 2001. Wow. Yeah. I was in first grade. <laughs> I think I started uh, so, high school. Okay, so what did you like about those the Spider-Man movies? <laughs> what did I like about them? Um, I mean, I liked Peter Parker's... That's his name, right? I didn't just mess that up. Yes, no, yeah. you got All it. All right, cool. Um, I liked his character because, you know, he's got the whole underdog thing going on. Um, you know, the love story has its, has its benefits. Um, overall, I don't know. Like, I'm not really into superhero movies a lot but i feel like that one had a was a little bit heavier on like the him being an everyday kid sort of side and then only in certain moments needing to whip out his superpowers and um yeah you know the proportional strength and speed of a spider what (laughs) (laughs) yes that was a superpower yeah that's what is right matt how would you that's how you would describe the spider-man yeah um (laughs) Is Matt not there anymore? Proportional oh, strength. Broken. Oh, there he is. I'm Sorry, here. Matt. I'm here. Um, yeah, he's got the proportional strength. In certain versions, he spins the web out of his wrist. In other versions, he builds it because he's just wicked smart. <laughs> um, and he also has his little spider sense that lets him know oh, that danger's about. Mm-hmm. True. That's such a good one. I wish I had that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if we were to describe Spider-Man's superpowers, we could probably just say he does whatever a spider can. wow uh so okay so spinning from that matt how would you compare oh Oh. (laughs) uh, pun not intended matt uh how would you compare spider-man to luke cage power man yeah um i I liked i thought it was interesting when you're talking about spider-man that you liked that he was like an underdog that he, uh, you know, his powers were kind of, like, used when they, they needed to be used, not, like, sort of excessive or, or showboaty. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that adds up well for our, our pal here, Luke Cage, because what Luke Cage is is he's essentially uh, what is referred to as a street-level superhero. So that's somebody that, like, doesn't necessarily need to wear a costume. Um, you know, sometimes they do for sure, but otherwise he's, like, He's not going on like those crazy, uh, ex- like uh, galactic uh, adventures, like not world-ending threats. Mm-hmm. More like related to like whatever's happening in his neighborhood, which happens to be um, Harlem. 
Gotcha. So in the show, we have this, you know, kind of ordinary everyday guy, Luke Cage, who just happens to be uh, wicked strong and real strong, uh, otherwise invulnerable to any form of projectile attack. His his skin cannot be pierced. Huh. He's bulletproof. Gotcha. <laughs> so you get a big, strong guy in Harlem that's uh, also bulletproof. And he was just born that way? No. He was not, as no. they, as the pop song would say, born that way. Hmm. In, the, in, the, in the show, he was experimented on accidentally. They were trying to like he, use an experimental cure for him getting beat up. But actually, Matt, I don't know how in the comics he uh, gets his Power Man abilities. It's um, uh, slight differences, but overall the same general tune, yes. He's experimented on, and yeah, he gets the powers. All right. But so it sounds like he was bullied before he got these powers? Mm, I don't know if he was bullied. Yeah, because he's not like a skinny, scrawny guy like Peter Parker. He's, Mm -hmm. He's still like a, you know... It's a cool guy. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but so why was he being experimented on then? So I don't want to give away okay. the show, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> the, whole, the whole fourth episode is kind of his, like, back in his origin story and, like, okay. how he got his abilities and uh, how he got in this kind of the situation. I think as far as this character goes, how he becomes really strong and vulnerable isn't as important as what he does. Okay. What did you say, Matt? Yes. Um, interestingly enough, despite his, uh, you know, abilities to be bulletproof and strong and, you know, he can he can lift tall buildings in a single bound. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. What's interesting about him is he he's actually kind of a pacifist. He doesn't want to fight. Uh, you know, like, I think the first two episodes is very much him. Like he 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 steps up when he has to, but he's very resistant because he like wants to be nonviolent. He doesn't want to be a superhero. He doesn't want to punch all of his problems away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it makes it an interesting take when you know he's kind of pulled in uh, to help other people. And the only reason he will be violent is whether it's like protecting someone or doing like a little bit of a Robin Hood type thing, mm-hmm. um, making sure that the the people who would uh, hurt his friends and family, you know, ruin his neighborhood, things like that. That's like when he will go into action. And even then, it's all very reactive, not uh, not proactive in the beginning. Gotcha. How do you feel about that? I like it. Yeah. Do you like Robin Hood? I do. Yeah. Yep. I can tell. I like Robin Hood. I feel like Matt's also a big Robin Hood fan. Um. Um. Not the uh, not the the what you call it one with um, what's his face? The, the, Mel, the Mel Brooks thing. one, the Mel Brooks Robin Hood. Mel Brooks is good. Disney's good. Um, can uh, give or take without what's his face? The guy with the mustache. Are <laughs> you looking it up? I can hear you <laughs> typing. These microphones. Russell Crowe. Oh, I didn't know that he was Robin Hood. Yeah. Well, huh. They had that song in the movie, didn't they? Prince Which of one? Thieves? No. <laughs> Is it? I only no, know like... the Disney like animated one. There are songs <laughs> in that one. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I feel like there was that really, really, really famous song from a Robin Hood movie, and I thought it was the Russell Crowe one, but maybe I'm wrong. No, because it was like that was from the the um, Kevin Costner Robin Hood. That's yeah, Kevin Costner. <laughs> well, I can still How do it. How many have there been? My word. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's a he's a popular character over it's there. It's a good story. Yeah, that's true. Yes. An animated fox. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think an animated fox is pretty good. Okay, so now let's. I'm gonna shift gears a little bit right. further. What is your knowledge of '70s black exploitation films? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of Shaft? Yes, I have okay. heard of it. So then, not zero then. Well, haven't seen it and don't know anything about it other than it exists. Well, but that's greater than zero right give yourself well didn't a know credit. it belonged to that the category so <laughs> i still am holding firm at zero but <laughs> <laughs> what about okay. like black black dynamite or like pd wheat straw or any of these names <laughs> nope familiar <laughs> not ringing any bells <laughs> nope i think it's pd wheat straw the devil's son-in-law right you know what that's uh <laughs> that's beyond me matt <laughs> well i guess i know some weird stuff <laughs> what about um what's that quentin tarantino jackie brown jackie brown don't know that one do you know quentin tarantino i yeah i don't actually think i've seen any of his movies but i know he's like a big deal and like you know <laughs> he is kind of a big yeah. deal i think academy award winning yep yeah so i'm actually kind of curious like we keep throwing out things that to us is very commonplace right <laughs> Tarantino, Shaft, mm-hmm. Avengers, whatever. Like, what do you actually like? What do you like? What do you like to watch? Oh, geez. Like, what what gets you out? Why did you go see Spider Man? Like that kind of stuff. Well, first of all, I didn't even see it in theaters. Like, I only ever. You didn't go to the midnight showing with us. I didn't. No. Um, watched it from the comfort of my living room. Did you um, do the Red Box? Are you a Red Box? I've never used Red Box. Okay. No. Who were we talking to that had the Red Box map? Was the that person who was supposed to be on the show this yeah, evening. Paxton, who disappeared. And <laughs> Ugh. Paxton. Um, but yeah, I mean, usually, like, why did I see Spider-Man in the first place? Um, it's just kind of like an iconic movie and kind of a cultural, I don't know, just felt like it's something I should have seen. Um, that's also the case for a lot of other superhero movies which i just haven't happened to watch um because they don't particularly interest me but um so yeah it was like, like the iconic nature of spider-man that made you wanted to see him yeah just like felt like it was something i needed to see in order to i don't know like it gets referenced relatively often i'd say like in normal conversations so just being able to know a little bit about such an iconic character was I follow. There's a, I you know, there's hardly a week goes by when I don't talk about getting bit by a radioactive spider. Mm. So I know <laughs> what you're saying. Yep. But don't... Now, you could also say the same thing about a popular Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Like everyone at the water cooler here at the office is talking about this week's hit Netflix show. Did you watch Stranger Things? I didn't, but I heard a lot about it. Okay. And I know like my sisters did. Well, okay, so back to Matt's original question. Mm-hmm. Like, what, yeah. what kind of stuff do you enjoy watching? Yeah, when it's time to binge watch <laughs> a TV show, what are what are we talking about here? 
I generally go for comedy. Um, like my favorite show of all time is Arrested Development. Um, okay, so that, that was a Netflix. Show. Yeah, they did yep. that. Yep. It, well, except I didn't like the last season that was Netflix. Right. Well, I think this interview is over. Oh. You liked it? I did. Oh, no. <laughs> I just like liking things, Maddie. All right. That's, well, that's okay. very true about Matt. But I will say uh, there – I think that, like, you should watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think the first time through and if you don't, like, it's it's made to be watched, I feel like, a certain way. And because the jokes pay off way later, like, at first time through – it's just a bunch of weird things that aren't funny, but then when they come back again, at oh the no! End, like I've watched funny. it, oh, like, many, many times. Like can't... it's it's my favorite show. Um, although I haven't watched the fourth season many See, times because I didn't like, like it. So maybe I just need to give it another chance. But I also know that I'm not alone in thinking that it's very different and inferior from the first <laughs> three seasons. So uh, I don't know, but know, it is probably I, I worth a shot. I think that sort of stuff is fair. I feel like Arrested Development season four had a lot of hype and mm-hmm. everyone had like you know the mm-hmm. the first which is always funny to me because like the first three like the show did miserably when it was on the air yeah but, like it got it got a call falling and like yeah like i i watched it when it was was done right mm-hmm. um so everyone had like these expectations on season four that like it didn't live up to which is mm-hmm. totally fair um it's good to revisit those things when the hype is gone and you're not hyped for it mm-hmm so then you just like you just like to what Matt's saying, like, okay, you kinda know where it goes, you know how it ends. You just sort of watch it and then you'll see like how how uh well the jokes are actually seated in, in season four. So hopefully yeah. on a on a second watch you would like it a little bit more, but you'll you'll get back to me. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'll just have to give that a try. No pressure at all. <laughs> but you know. Okay. Um so you like that. What else? Uh The Office is another big one. Um although I stopped watching that because the later seasons I also thought got really bad. Jump the shark, they would say. Yeah, you know, like once, especially once Michael Scott left, but also even before that, it just, I don't know, took a little turn for me. But in the first few seasons, like probably five or six, maybe, that's like one of my favorite shows too. I think that's so funny. Um yeah, most of the shows I tend to watch are comedies. I'm trying to think of not comedies. I liked um, Mad Men. Watched that all nice. the way through. Really nice. liked Mad Men. Um, what did I just watch? Seen anything in the movies recently? Movies. Um, what was the last? You saw It Follows. I did see It Follows. Um, generally, Hilarious movie. Yeah. <laughs> Knee slapper. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, not generally a big fan of horror or, you know, just scary movies in general, but my boyfriend really likes to watch them and, you know, just that's sometimes what we end up doing. So we watched It Follows and, you know, it was all right. Wasn't actually that scary, I didn't think, apart from a few Funny standout it moments gives me but nightmares still and i only saw it once in the theaters months ago and i well i feel like it would be scarier in the theaters it actually the first time we watched it we were in like my boyfriend and i were in his basement and it was right at the part where um her boyfriend like ties her to the wheelchair oh. and is like revealing yeah. this whole this whole thing and um you see 
the follower like off in the distance walking towards them and then his power went out and it was a little bit spooky but, <laughs> but at least it wasn't like right when the when the follower was right up there um she was still kind of off in the distance so it wasn't that scary and then we ended up watching the rest later but yeah hmm i feel like that would uh have an impact on the impact of the yes. movie like splitting it up like that because you have some time to like get in your head and be like okay it's just a movie there really isn't going to be anything following me mm-hmm. probably yeah you gotta okay i watched um 10 cloverfield lane sort of recently that okay. was the one with like um john goodman i think matt you saw that yep. i didn't see that what do you think yeah. matt um i think if that if that movie ended about 15 minutes before its actual ending i would have like you know bought it on blu-ray and probably watched it a million times i agree um uh, yeah Uh, it's it's very 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 well done i Mm -hmm. just didn't really care for the whole like Here's the spoiler reveal alert, or whatever. Spoiler yeah, alert. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Are you going to see it, or can we? So just turn it off before like the, the final fifteen. 15. Yeah. Okay. I'll the end the of it was stupid. I probably will see it. I just haven't. Yeah. I, I. What was I doing when that movie came out in the summer? I was probably just being stupid. That's my excuse. Probably. I was being stupid. I, yeah, I remember bugging you about seeing it. Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't. But like, you know, you, know, you can't we, see we everything. We good movies. I didn't yeah. see the nice guys. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, oh, I, I meant to either. see that over the weekend actually, and I didn't see it. But I heard that was good. Okay. All right, Matt. How are we going to tie this into Luke Cage? <laughs> so, out of everything that we've told you about uh, Luke Cage, right? You know, street level guy, impervious to bullets, hangs out in Harlem, doesn't really like to fight, just uses his powers kind of like when he really has to, Mm -hmm. uh, more reactive than proactive, but still like superhero crap, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think what what sets Luke Cage apart for me is like it does real, it deals with real life issues in like a really visceral way, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's, there's, uh, Luke Cage himself is this, uh, black guy who wears a hoodie in Harlem and can't be killed by being shot. Mm-hmm. And it, it comes out in a time right now where obviously uh, police brutality and you know the Black Lives Matter movement is mm-hmm. very much in the media and this show like talks about all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not very funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. And, it, and like with the movies that you've seen or like the, the shows that you've mentioned that you really like 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 Mad Men, I guess is is a serious drama, but it's also a little bit lighthearted at times because it's mm-hmm. like poking at history. Yeah, yeah, um, like that least... one time where uh, the dude, like the lawnmower, went crazy and he yeah, lost where his he cuts foot. his yeah, and then and then yeah. the other dude that's loses funny. his eye and he has to wear the eye patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, all that stuff's hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I am agreeing with you. Those were funny <laughs> moments. <laughs> um, uh, I thought you were gonna say like, yeah, I remember like when Lane Price hung himself in the office. Oh yeah. I was, was I was in tears with laughter. <laughs> um, oh, no. so you can't shake your head. It's an audio podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so what for what you're saying that you find entertaining, I don't know that Luke Cage necessarily matches it, but does mm-hmm. all the stuff we've said about Luke Cage sound interesting? You know what? Hold on. Uh, the TV show may not be funny, Matt, but the current luke cage power man and iron fist comic book is very funny 
I I agree with that statement. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I we've got something here. Let's split must... the table. Let's talk about comic books. <laughs> yeah, I never in my life have picked up a comic book. Never even so... picked one up. I don't think so. Have you seen them in the store? I don't think I've been to a comic book store. Well, like, have you seen them in a bookstore? You seen them on the rack in the drugstore or in the grocery store? They don't have them in grocery stores anymore, Matt, do they? Very select ones will have it in, like, the magazine area. And usually the ones that are uh, bigger or more palatable, like like Batman. Hmm. Yeah, you'd find Batman, Batman you in the grocery store. Batman, yep. Yeah. What about comic strips in the newspaper? Nah. Really? Yeah, no. Not even like Kathy. No, I had a professor who was really into um, Dilbert. Dilbert. Woof. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he was a character. And um, yeah, it was like a technology class. And he would always try to tie things back to Dilbert comics and try to like, you know, make a little joke. And they weren't really received that well <laughs> no i can't imagine yikes that so, guy's yeah. a disaster but yeah other than that haven't you know definitely don't follow any comic strip characters don't really tend to you, you read must have hard read copies peanuts. of what you must have read peanuts you know nope. charlie brown Cow i mean i know pops. i know charlie brown and i watch like the holiday specials and stuff okay but those are good yeah well i'm looking forward to the great pumpkin um that's I don't know, that one's kind of sad. I guess they're all kind of sad, but like, it's not sad. I don't know. He's like, uh, the pumpkin doesn't come, and his whole belief system is shattered. Well, <laughs> it's, it's he just has to sadness. come to grips with some things, but you know, it's all right. I so just do love you, when he's like, do those kind of like story or like comics or like, are like when you read, it's like you don't like reading pictures. It's not that. I know people like that. I don't don't know. I just, it never would occur to me if I was trying to, like, decide on something to read. I would never even think of comics as an option. No Uh offense to you both. No, it's none taken. (laughs) I would say the majority of people are in the same boat, uh, which is why it's interesting because I I can't imagine my life without comic books. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Matt is the same way. So, you know. Get to talk to the other ninety. An outsider, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're like obsessed with this shit. Yeah, seems like. How many, how many comic books do you read a month, Matt? Like two hundred. Damn. That sounds, about right. <laughs> sounds about right. I think I spend probably fifty dollars a week on new comic books. It's Actually, an investment. Uh, when I leave here today, I'm going to hit the comic book store before I go to band practice. So. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's quite a lifestyle. And How I did you too like, will be reading comics? Nice. How did you guys like get started with this whole lifestyle? This whole lifestyle. I honestly, I've been reading comics as long as I've been able to read. My dad liked Superman when I was a boy, and mm-hmm. so it was something that we did together as I learned to read. And any photo of me uh, as a small child, I'm likely wearing a Superman. <laughs> Superman pajamas. Nice. I wore my Superman pajamas underneath a suit to school. Wow. Uh, That's like quite a look. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought I was the coolest guy. I really was like, this is <laughs> awesome. I am awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I've all, it's just always my whole life. It's just been part of my life. Hmm. Now, what's your origin story? 
Yeah. My parents realized that they could get me to read more if the books still had pictures in them. Um, and so they got me this like graphic novel version of the Bible. And they got me <laughs> Mouse, which wait, was wait, probably wait. a really the inappropriate Bible? book to. Yeah, there's like a million graphic novel versions. No, no, that I understand, but you mean are you mean the the Bible or like specifically the Torah? Oh yeah, like the Jew Bible, the old. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had like what I was trying like, to say. I was just yeah. I guess when like I Moses think Moses and uh, you know Noah I could, and I guess my understanding old was Testament if the stories. Christian one is called the Bible. The 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 uh, Jewish book of faith is the Torah. I didn't know you would refer to it as the Bible. That's so yeah, I'm gonna I'll school you a little bit here. Please, no, <laughs> it's I, it's just it's, my it's, ignorance, obviously. It's more the Old Testament versus the New Testament. Right, the, I know that the Torah itself is not like our version of the Bible. I I just thought that's what you call your holy book. We like a, a Bible with a capital B is what I think, not a lowercase B. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's like it's a scroll. Got some some neat stuff on it, but it's not it's not the uh, the the it's hard a, equivalent of your capital B Bible. A ninja scroll. Uh, maybe. Um, there's not a lot of Jewish ninjas that I can think of, but <laughs> so it was it was a, a graphic novel version of the Old Testament, and they also got me Mouse, which is a uh, and this will sound weird a graphic novel version of the Holocaust. Um, so. Pulitzer Prize winning, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's 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 a very uh, well recognized book. Um, probably not reading material for someone under ten, uh, <laughs> in in terms of how they could understand the actual atrocities of mm-hmm. that event, because this um, replaces uh, you know Jews and Nazis with cats and ma- mice, um, and it's Pulitzer very Prize very very winning, dark. That's what it is. It's it's uh it's it's pretty brutal. So, and then I got like Spider Man. And like <laughs> and stuff, um, and then I just stuck and with look it. at you now. And then I just became a big old grown-up nerd obsessed nice. with the comic book lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Do was there ever a moment that you went from like a, a casual to like working for multiversitycomics.com? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure what you're trying to get out of me on that one. Well, I don't know, because I, I feel like when I was little, I just read Superman because that's Superman is what comic books were to me. And then occasionally I would see like a Spider-Man or something and, you know, like the old Venom stuff. And I was like, oh, that's neat. But it will end. Uh, I used to think that I wanted to to be an inker and writing comics and stuff. But then I think it was it was in high school when I was like, Oh wait, there's a lot of other comics out here more than just my Superman. And then that's when I, you know, went crazy. <laughs> oh, I mean, like you hear about, you hear about other books, you know, in the same way that I, I'm sure all of us here have, were like, um, I've read this Bible and now I'm moving on to, <laughs> I was trying to think of like count of Monte Cristo or Lord of the flies or great Gatsby. Like you, you hear about books, right? Uh, mm-hmm. These big books that everybody reads, and the same stuff happens in comics. So you know, and they would tell you like, "Oh, you got to read Watchmen or V for Vendetta or you know, I don't know Preacher." Uh, you know, these these like well known books. Um, so I was always, you know, I had like the things I collected, 
which was like Spider-Man related stuff and X-Men related stuff uh, mostly. And then, you know, someone would say, oh, like if you like comics, you have to read Watchmen. And I would go by like the Watchmen graphic novel or, you know, Walking Dead or Sin City, you know, things that like eventually became super big in movies and TV anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everything I've mentioned so far has had some kind of adaptation, right? Um, yeah, yeah Preacher. sounds like it. I think like the only ones that like I can think of that are really big that haven't had any form of adaptation is probably like Why the Last Man, but I don't know. That's a tangent thought. Um, so I was always buying like those books, and then I think when I became or when I did the, uh, I, I was a, a comics journalist for a little while, an, an award losing comics journalist. If you nice. want to be. Uh, <laughs> at that point, they you lost the big people. one. <laughs> yeah, Aww. we lost like the the Oscars of. Um, awards um i don't know you you get immersed in the that shit and then you just start reading everything and then you uh get really fed up with it and quit (laughs) (laughs) and now just you know go from reading 500 books a month just down to 200 ah okay yeah yeah 50 a week much much more manageable Mm -hmm. i can do 50 a week yeah no prob (laughs) i can do 15 a week (laughs) maybe Anyway, um, so we, at what point did we uh, lose your interest, Maddie? <laughs> no, this has been great. When did great. you fall asleep on us? <laughs> I promise I've been awake the whole time <laughs> and listening intently the whole time. Um, yeah, not sure how it, it, we're going to tie this back to know, your I'm character, thinking, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's been you know a nice chat anyway. Okay, what, do you want to go home and binge watch Luke Cage now? Um. I wouldn't no, say okay? that. I might, you know, give the first episode a try and, you know, see how I like it. I think it's a slow burn. I wasn't really... Well, actually, the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, I get it. I got it. Um, but until then, I was like, oh, man, maybe this isn't going to be as good. Hmm. What, Matt? Oh. Hello? Hi. Oh, there oh, you are. okay. Do you agree <laughs> with my assessment? Or were you, like, hooked I... from the first second? I was hooked from the first second. Oh, all right. Yeah. I really like um, the actors and actresses on that that show um, a lot. I thought Mike Coulter, uh, who plays the lead character of Luke Cage, was pretty um, incredible in the role. He He's like... He's very believable as, like, this person who's, like... He's, like, this giant guy. And he's like, yeah, but he wouldn't hurt a fly, right? Mm-hmm. It, he, it, he sells it well. Theo Rossi, who was on Sons of Anarchy, um, is one of the villains. I really like him a lot. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Marshala Ali, right? He plays Cottonmouth. He's like the other you big villain. I don't know anybody's name. Uh, I, bl- I, believe it's, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's Marshala. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm happy to uh, get that feedback. Uh, <laughs> But he's like he's Email he's us. so good as the villain. Like I like about the shows is like you have a, you have a guy like Cornell Stokes, aka Cottonmouth, and like most times you see a superhero movie, it's like oh there's the Green Goblin. He looks like a Power Ranger. We're just gonna fight him. He's he's a bad guy. And then you <laughs> yes. have like Cottonmouth, and he's like oh here's this really interesting complex character, and yeah he's doing bad things, but like I kind of want to root for him and I want him to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have like Simone Missick and um, Rosario Dawson, and like it's an 
uh, absolutely incredible cast. So I was I, I was hooked from the start, day one, episode one. I was just like, oh, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's win it. What about uh, Alfra Woodard, who who plays a different character than she did in the most recent Captain America movie? Did that throw you off? It did not. No, she's she is great. <laughs> Mariah uh, Diller. Yeah, that totally threw me off. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, is this the same? And I had to look it up on IMDb to make sure. I was like, wait, is this supposed to be the same woman as in yeah. Captain America? But um, the same woman who plays Captain America. Right. Exactly. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> they could do that in the spy if they did a Spider Gwen movie. Um I uh so from there, how do we get from there? Hmm. I mean Maddie Maddie says she'll watch one one episode at least, so I think we kinda Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's a good stopping place. It's a you know, it's very street level. There's not a lot of big it's like you know, a crime boss and a guy that works at a barber shop. Right? I dig that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. They do a lot of talking about basketball at the beginning, and it totally went over my head. Nice. Is this uh, like set in present day? Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's maybe a because it's before Jessica Jones, right? Nope. It's not before Jessica Jones. Nope. Oh, I got. I was under the impression the whole time that it was before Jessica Jones. At the end of that series, Luke leaves to go do this series. Oh. Uh. And okay, they so then it is present. Jessica Jones in this. Oh, I'm well. I'm only four episodes deep. Spoilers. It, it'll happen. Sweet. <laughs> They'll say the thing, and you'll be like, "Oh." So <laughs> then, what would get you to pick up a comic book? Ooh, Critical um, acclaim? Would it have to be Pulitzer Prize winning? Matt, do you say Pulitzer or Pulitzer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't about? really have to say it. What about you, Maddie? Yeah, I would say Pulitzer. Okay. Not that I use the word a lot. Well, you know. You don't know any. When I need to, I whip out the Pulitzer. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to talk about it. It's kind of. Yeah. Right. You know. You don't want to rub it into the bread. I I wouldn't want to do that to the the plebes out there. But um, (laughs) (laughs) um, what would it take to get me to pick up a comic book? Honestly. I'm just not sure that they're for me. Someone would probably have to give me one. Yeah. And be like, I think you would like this. Please read it. And I'm going to ask you about it <laughs> later. <laughs> and then I would read quiz it. Quiz you about it afterwards. Yeah. To make I mean, sure. it might not take that. If someone just like gave me a comic book, then I would probably read it. But I just don't think I would go out of my way to get myself a comic book hmm well then that's a that's a tough sell yeah you know <laughs> i mean i guess i guess matt you have to give her some some homework yeah so i'm gonna need you to read the first five issues of luke K, uh, power man and iron fist damn <laughs> they're only 20 pages oh an issue <laughs> all right well you know it's very that's all right then <laughs> actually and there's a lot of pictures if i don't know if you got Ooh. that yeah, exactly it's like they're quick reads um by uh, david walker and sanford green it's um the comic book so the, the show is very like street level hang dealing with a gangster um very as realistic as you can get with a show that has someone that could you know 
lift a washing machine with one hand and get shot and not feel it, right? Nice. Whereas the comic <laughs> book is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of my favorite things about the current comic um, is the character is married now and has a kid and his wife doesn't want him to say bad words. And so he says things like fiddle faddle instead. <laughs> Sounds like my grandma. And it just so it, it I don't know it plays really well for me. I laugh every time. Like, <laughs> and you'd think it would be cheesy, but I, I don't know. It gets me. Huh. I'm like, he's know. just had enough of this fiddle faddle. He's have had yeah. enough of this fiddle faddle. Well, and the really funny thing is he's this huge dude, especially in the comics. They make him as big as possible. He can't be hurt, and he can lift, you know, thousands of pounds without a problem. And uh, he's not allowed to say bad words. <laughs> because he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want to import, you know, negatively influence their kid that they have, right? Uh, and and that works for me, you know. Um, his superhero name in the '70s was Power Man, but kind of one of the things about him is that, especially like in the comics, is he doesn't like that name. He just he's just Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. In the show, there's someone that like calls him Power Man as like a nickname, as like a wink to the thing. And at one point in the show. He gets this outfit on that looks like his old 70s outfit, and he looks at himself in the mirror, and he's like, I look like an idiot, and takes <laughs> it off. Uh, that, was pro- that was my favorite part so far. It's, it is, um, it's funny in superhero stuff. Like, even in Spider-Man, they, like, try, like, Spider-Man's outfit is super ridiculous, right? Um, but they always try and make it, like, like, here's how it would work in real life. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, in Luke, in, in, in Daredevil, the Netflix series, they do the same thing. They, like, try and make, like, a realistic Daredevil costume. And then there's Luke Cage, where, like, the majority of the show, he's literally just wearing, like, a hoodie. Uh, and there's this one episode where they put him in that, that old costume. And it, it, it works so well. Like, <laughs> he looks awesome. It's it's great. Like it's yeah. such a well done scene. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's wrap up. Maddie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I'm so glad we got to do this. Matt, thank you for calling in from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Anytime. And uh, I think I'm gonna hang up on you now, Matt. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Well, take Matt. care. Bye, Matt. Bye, Maddie. <laughs>